1: Cats at night. Now, here's John Katsimatidis.
0: We have two guests on the line. We have Fred Dicker. He's a former columnist of the New York Post. He knows everything that has to go on in upstate New York, specifically when it comes to politics. And then the greatest senator that ever lived. How about that? You like that, Senator D'Amato? Not just of New York, and you always tell it like it is. You're always a joy to have on. We love you, Senator D'Amato.
2: Well, it's great to oh, be yeah. on with one of the great, great columnists of all times, Fred Dicker, uh, formerly with the New York Post. And he was fabulous. Gave no one quarter, but treated everybody respectfully. And if you dropped the ball, he'd call it on you. And he'd say, you muffed that one out. It's great to be with you, Fred.
1: Great to be with you, Senator. It's been a while. I have to say, I remember those occasional calls I got from you with a little outrage about what I was trying to do to you, but I was trying to be straight, and I appreciate you describing it that way.
3: Tell us, well, guys, tell us what the heck is going on. What happened in New York City, New York State, uh, with the elections? Everybody's still trying to, uh, uh, recover from it.
2: And, uh, uh and the, you tell us, John. In my opinion, and I'd like to get uh, um, um, the opinion of somebody who really calls him and who who lives up in the Albany area, what he saw, uh, I think Zeldin ran a terrific race. I really do. I think the media was stacked against him. The money was stacked against him. And I have to tell you, if there was one thing I would have suggested, it was— to spend more time explaining to the people on commercials the giveaway, the $637 million no-bid contract that Hopeful suspended the bids on. There was no need to do that. uh, And gave it, paid twice as much. That's, That's over $300 million more than California paid for the same drug didn't buy it from the manufacturer, but from a distributor, who raised just so happened to raise before she suspended the bidding rules, three hundred thousand dollars for her campaign, and in addition, hired her uh, her son uh, to work on her campaign. Not, I, I mean, you, you want to talk about political buying? That, that was outrageous. No investigations, no call for them. The people didn't even really know. Much of the media didn't cover it. That should have been in the final closing days, uh, not only with respect to crime, inflation, et cetera, the border, the selling of our government um, out by the state. And, and it just never happened. Never happened. You didn't even, even mention the
1: Buffalo Stadium that she gave away and has her husband involved with a company that's going to be operating the concessions there. But let me just yeah. quickly say, Republicans in New York are still in a state of shock. They thought, and Lee Zeldin himself thought, they were going to win. They ran a very, very good campaign. On the other yeah. side of that, the Democrats are in shock because Zeldin and the Republicans did as well as they did. Four congressional seats on Long Island to have Sean Patrick Maloney defeated and to have Lee Zeldin, a congressman from the tip of Long Island, come within four or five points of the Democratic incumbent governor, notwithstanding the fact that she wasn't elected, really shocked the, the, the uh, Democrats. But the bottom line is, as the senator said, Lee Zeldin didn't have enough money, but added to that was abortion, Donald Trump, and the ability of the Democrats to take advantage of ballot harvesting, and the mass support that they have from labor unions, from the teachers' union to 1199 to mobilize people. And in the end, a lot of the turnout in Brooklyn late in the day, last Tuesday, a week ago, uh, from uh, African-American voters really turned the tide. Going into the evening, the Zeldin people thought they were winning. When they started seeing numbers from Brooklyn and then from Westchester, they realized they weren't.
3: Guys, I couldn't believe Mm-hmm. that the five uh, bor- boroughs in this city 70% mm-hmm. voted for crime instead of law and order yeah that that's shocking it really is and for someone who was on the front page of the post every day for the last 3 weeks they were they were giving chapter and verse about the buffalo bills and the no no bid contracts and the bail reform and the crime and the and the voters still Still did. Unfortunately,
1: what? the people in New York City don't all read the New York Post. I wish they did. Yeah. But obviously, wow. for many people, crime was not a defining issue, certainly not as much as abortion was for many, many voters. And the association with Trump clearly damaged Lee Zeldin. If it didn't, you wouldn't have had uh, Kathy Hochul using it day after day, starting in midsummer, to pound Zeldin over his associations with Trump. Well, that
3: gentlemen, that was the theme. All across the country, they were running against Trump and Trump wasn't on the ballot. So now that was what a-
1: happened across the country. Right. Exactly. Across, it was know, a good it was country. a good play on their part.
3: And yep. they're going to do it again, by the way, in that Georgia Senate race in the runoff.
2: Absolutely. And that's a problem. They're going right, to lose absolutely. Georgia again. Well, if they lose Georgia
1: again, they've lost a great deal. We've all lost a great deal. For those of us who want to see the Biden administration's policies reversed.
0: Fred Dicker, I know you're not a psychic or anything, but put on your little hat or something. Uh, If if it wasn't for Trump, if it wasn't for the Dobbs ruling, the overturning of abortion, do you think Lee Zeldin would be our next governor right now?
1: I definitely do. And I think. Senator D'Amato could weigh in here on this because there's an interesting angle to it. The last time, as we know, a Republican won as governor was uh, George Pataki in 1994. But a lot of people forget that Pataki ran as a pro-choice Republican. He was on the right, quote-unquote, side on abortion. And that was a key factor in a race that was also dominated with concerns over crime. And Senator D'Amato was in the middle of all that, so he certainly
2: could speak to it.
0: Senator D'Amato?
2: Well, Fred makes a, a, a great point. Two things. Uh, number one, Zeldin had to say there is no way that Roe v. Wade will be changed in New York if I become governor. Um, it's a state issue, and it will not be overturned. It's, it's um, you know, it's up. You know why up they up did that,
1: re- though? That, that, that was and an afterthought position of Zeldin is because their polling was showing the abortion yeah. issue was killing him.
3: Yeah, yep. he should have been out front from the very beginning as Lydia's pointed yeah, out. Yep.
0: That's why you that's we both said it, that cuz it matters to women. That's yep, why you saw Westchester yeah. go to <clears> Hokel.
2: <throat> yeah. Well, that that's number 1, but I'm going to tell you something. You had the crime issue going and he played that well. Yeah, yeah. No doubt about it. But he did not play the corruption issue and that should have been played. It should have been over and over and over. And there was no real TV ads that took that on. And Freddie pointed out the second. I just pointed out the one that was egregious. But the the other one, that was a little $700 million-plus giveaway on behalf of her husband. You bang those away and bang those away. And the other thing is, number three, you didn't shift into the city until the end. and and it wasn't enough enough to get the African-Americans. And you had to be more explicit to say, who are the victims of these crimes? You see that 80% of these crimes are being committed against young Blacks and and minorities in our city that is being ravaged. Our our minority communities are suffering more than any. You know, you, you gotta try to go after them. And, you know, the other thing is, thank God for Ron Lauder, who uh, has put up about 9 or $10 million. Uh, the money had to be more forthcoming. And last but not least, and it was touched upon by Freddie, uh, Donald Trump is over. I voted for him. I thought he did a good job, but he's an egomaniac. Who wants to blame everybody? They stole my. You're, you're not.
3: Are you're not going to Palm to Beach tonight to listen to the announcement. He,
2: he lost the election. You lost it. You, you. 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 stupid ass. And you took. And you took Rudy Giuliani's advice. You sent him to the Ukraine with a couple of crooks, and they turned out all around. And instead of it being Biden. Who got the chief prosecutor who was going after his son's company in the Ukraine? He's the guy that we should have had a TV commercial showing Biden advertising and bragging and laughing about getting the prosecutor fired. He went to the Ukraine, done televisions. He was filmed bragging to a group in New York. That he got the prosecutor fired. He said, "If you don't fire him within six hours, I'm leaving, and I'm taking the billion dollars." And then he turns around for the group, right, and he and he starts laughing. Ha ha ha! They fired. We got him. So, we got before we have to take a break.
3: We got thirty seconds apiece. Thirty seconds for for Fred Decker. Thirty seconds for Senator D'Amato. What what say you guys?
1: I'll go first. I think the senator is giving New York voters too much credit to think that they would respond to commercials decrying corruption in the Hochul administration. I think they assume all the politicians are corrupt and they don't think they don't care that much about it. Right. I, I, mm.
0: yeah, I think you're right. And, um, do you also think Fred Dicker real quick that the Donald Trump endorsement also hurt Zeldin?
1: No question about it. Donald Trump has become the bad penny of American politics.
0: Whoa. Okay. And Senator D'Amato, 30 seconds before you have to go to listen to Trump's announcement tonight. I'm joking.
2: Well, let me say this <laughs> to you. Um, that may be the best thing that happened. Why we didn't capture the state, and I wish we had, uh, at, at Trump is a liability to a Republican who wants to become a president of the United States. He, he is absolutely, his ego is out of control. He's out of control. He should be rejected. And I don't care who we take. I think there are a couple of great, outstanding people to take over, but I'll tell you this, we don't need
0: Trump. All right. Well, thank you so much, Fred Senator
2: Dicker.
3: Alphonse D'Amato has spoken. Mm-hmm. <laughs> let, let all Let the record
0: reflect. Let the, let the record, let the what record is it? reflect.
3: Justice and what else? And The American, the American way. way. <laughs> well, thank you so much, guys, and God bless.
2: It's Cats at Night on the Red Apple Podcast Network.